Trick or treat! Trick or treat! Some candy. Happy Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. Not for the scary movies. I do not like getting scared, even if I know logically the knife is fake and the blood is ketchup. I'm way too much of a person who takes stuff at face value. So it's a choice between seeing something I can never unsee or just not seeing it in the first place. No, it's not the scary movies or dressing up like Chucky or Bride of Frankenstein. It's, well, it's the candy. I've always had a sweet tooth. A massive, insatiable sweet tooth. Nothing wrong with a chocolate bunny and jelly beans at Easter, but they barely register on the sugar chart compared to Halloween, the queen of candy holidays. I have to add, Halloween is my birthday, so imagine how stinking fabulous it was to be a little thing and find out that on my birthday, I would get presents in the morning, yay, presents, then get to dress up, always in something pretty, no monster masks for me, and then go knocking on doors where everyone who answered would hand me candy. What magic is this? Word is the first couple of years I headed back out the door on November 1st, hoping for a repeat of the day before. My mother always had to stop me, break my little heart. Now on November 1st, I head to CVS for the half-price candy sale, because can one ever really have enough candy in the house? This year for my birthday, I got an email from the DMV. Isn't that sweet? Not really. They just wanted to remind me three different times that my license was going to expire on my birthday and to suggest that maybe I'd want to spend a little extra moolah and get an enhanced license. Does that mean the photo is going to look better? So I, because I could and because I'm not a big fan of hanging out for hours at the DMV, made an appointment to go got there right on time, handed over my giant stack of papers proving that this is who I am so I could get that enhanced license so I wouldn't have to bring my passport to get on an airplane when they change the rules a couple of years from now. DMV lady, your passport doesn't have your middle name. Me, nothing does. I don't use it. Well, you have to have it on your license. Me, but if I don't need it on my passport, why would I need it on my license? Lady, delivered with equal parts disdain and disinterest that you'd expect from a woman who spends all day, every day, talking to the public. You just do. So you're going to have to bring in your birth certificate. Me, delivered with equal parts disbelief and disappointment. What? Yeah. And is this your married name? Me. Yeah. Her. Then we'll also need your marriage certificate. Me. What? I don't even know where that is. Her. You're going to need your marriage certificate and your birth certificate. How about I just renew my regular old license? Her. Fine. Kiosk is over there. Me. What about a new photo? Since I had taken particular care to have my hair look okay and even applied lip gloss. Her. They'll use this one, she said, pointing to the expiring license. Me. Then... Can I just renew it at home on my computer? Her. Yeah. Precious moments in my life. It's times like this that drive me to need a candy bar. Luckily, I have a bag of Baby Ruth's ready to celebrate Halloween. And have you noticed that some candy bars, the regular size ones, and even not just candy bars, have gotten smaller? Did you ever see Mad Magazine? I think it's gotten way more sophomoric and scatological now, but back when my brother was reading it, it was a clever satire of popular culture and oddly unexpectedly clairvoyant. 
I remember a lot of what made me laugh, but there was a look into the future of the Hershey bar at that point, full size and whatever it was costing. They had the same size package with the bar inside getting gradually smaller and the price gradually climbing until the bar was a couple of dollars and the chocolate that came out was about the size of a dime. I think about these days as I reach for a tiny can of soda or a cereal box that I notice has gotten remarkably thin. Coffee cans, which used to hold a pound of grounds, are now down to 12 ounces, and now I think they hover around 10. But the Hershey bar, contrary to Mad's prediction, is about the same size, but it is more expensive. But what isn't? During my extensive research and in honor of Halloween and the post-holiday sales, I came across a chart of how many jumping jacks you'd have to do to burn off Reese's peanut butter cups. I'll put it on Facebook. Or you could email me at smecindy at gmail.com and I'll send it to you. I've also just learned in my research that if you mow a lawn for 75 minutes, you can completely offset an entire Big Mac, just in case you were wondering or are hungry. You know how sometimes some of us in moments of weakness admit, maybe we haven't burned off all the calories we're taking in, and as a result, well, you know. If that's ever happened to you, and you think you're going to get all serious about it, and you make a declarative statement, I'm going to quit eating cake, candy cookies, chips, crackers, Pringles, Big Macs, whatever, I'm willing to bet I know what happens next. Not too long after you make that bold commitment, All you want in the world is the cake, candy, cookies, chips, crackers, Pringles, Big Mac, or whatever it was you were going to walk away from. As though your body or your brain is going, oh, no way, buddy. Why does that happen? Funny you should ask, because I have just unearthed the brilliant and helpful answer. It's called Extinction Burst. I first read about the concept in that book, Making Habits, Breaking Habits, that I just keep raving about. In that book, the author Jeremy Dean talks about the why, but he doesn't give it a name. The name came up in another book I was just reading called Bougie and Me. Bougie's a dog. The book is about the seven things he taught the woman who rescued him. She's an animal behaviorist, and she was referring to the extinction burst as the thing that causes something of a revolution in the brain before a behavior will change or be given up. Her dog example is, you know how a dog begs for treats while you're having dinner? The dog gets a treat. Until the day you realize this is a bad habit and no more treats at dinner, the dog reacts by upping the ante on the begging, maybe giving you a paw, then putting both paws on your leg, then maybe a little wine, maybe a big wine, then a bark. Listen, that's Ruby filling in the blank. (laughs) So now let's imagine that you make this decision. No more Big Macs. Now you find your car is trying to pull into McDonald's. Your brain's telling you you could do it if you just mow the lawn for 75 minutes when you're done. You feel the pangs of a hunger you've never known before. Yeah, that's the extinction burst in full force. Do not give in. Realize it's a trick, a manipulation. If you just recognize for the troublemaker that it is, ignore it and stick to your plan, it will, I'm told, eventually go away. So the rule with extinction bursts of any kind, and it also applies to breaking any bad behavior or habit like quitting smoking, eating better to control your weight, whatever, is to ride it out. Do not stop and give in when it's at its worst. Do not cave. Hang in there. Be aware that eventually your brain's demands for cheesecake, a cigarette, or hitting the couch instead of the gym will get with the program and support your new behavior. I've also heard you can trick your brain and sidestep it a little by not making a statement that starts with, I will not. 
That apparently makes all the alarms go off. Instead, try, I will, as in, I will have more salads for lunch, or I will drink a big glass of water before a meal, which supposedly cuts the sense of hunger that sometimes drives us to bad decisions or overeating. Get it? Replace the negative with a positive. I read another good book called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing. I didn't learn anything from it, but it was a really good novel. It's the first novel by Hank Green, whose brother John Green already has a string of bestsellers, including The Fault in Our Stars, which wasn't just a best-selling book, but it turned into a movie as well. By the way, if you're going to watch The Fault in Our Stars, keep Kleenex handy. John and Hank have a very interesting backstory, how they found their way to fame, fortune, and publishing deals. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, the two of them started uh, making videos called Vlog Brothers, and they posted them on a channel on YouTube. It was originally a project to, you know, kind of help them bond. They were living in separate places. They missed each other. They wanted to find a new way to communicate. Through these videos, they just talked about whatever was going on with them and somehow grew a loyal fan base who began to call themselves the Nerd Fighters. The brothers have since added a slew of educational shows. They've launched VidCon for video makers. They've gone on tours. They've become very successful authors and have each amassed a pretty sizable bank account. They have individual net worths of over $15 million each. I tell you this not to make you green with envy, but to point out that, you know, sometimes when you find something you love to do and do it, it works out really well. Anyway, so I read Hank's book. So at the end of Hank's book, and I love the way he writes, I wound up reading the acknowledgments because I had just gone to this talk about book writing, and Lisa Burby, who's written a stack of books and knows what she's talking about, says that the acknowledgments usually give the names of good editors and agents and publishers, just in case you're writing or thinking about writing a book. Anyway, at the very end of Hank's acknowledgments, after he thanks his friends and his supporters, the nerd fighters, the editors, publishers, and agent, he says this, and I quote, I also want to thank every single person who ever says, you have to read this book to a friend. I don't care if it's this book. I just want people to remind each other how wonderful books are. Just thought I'd share. I'd share this baby Ruth bar too if I could, but sadly, I'm going to have to eat it all by myself. <laughs> 